Hello and welcome into episode two of the Rock For Him podcast. That is so strange for me to say it is episode two, but it's also exciting. I love the fact that we are branching out into podcasting. But before I get too much into that, let me introduce my good friends, my brothers in Christ. First up, the dynamic duo. The first one, no, that is not Robin Thick, you see on your screen or the voice that you hear. That is Mr. Scott Mullins. Brother, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm doing good. Excited, excited for the show. Next up, we have the man whose hair is taller than his kids. <laughs> Mr. Jeremy Brown. Jeremy, how's it going, brother? I'm good. How's everybody doing? Awesome. Yeah, doing yeah. great. Ready to get this going. Now, the man of the hour, the person we are here to talk to, someone who any listener to Rock For Him has heard throughout the week in is a staple on the top 12 slash 15 list, Mr. John Osborne, sir. It is so good. Oh, I guess I should say you're with Royal Diadem. I am so yeah. sorry. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk to you that it just blew right past me, but how's it going today? It's going great. Thanks for having me on. This is really cool. I so. just got to tell you, you are Rock For Him's very first guest. So congratulations on that. Number one. Number one. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, John, we, uh, we've been playing your music for a while on Rock For Him, and we keep getting this question of, when are you guys going to talk to these bands? When are you going to talk to these artists? Because we want to get to know them. So we thought, what better way than to reach out to you guys and chat with you and just kind of have our listeners and us get to know you a little bit better. So why don't uh, you tell us and the listeners a little bit about yourself? Cool. Yep. I am uh, currently living in way north New York. I'm pretty much on the Vermont Canada border. So way up there in the forgotten Northeast portion of New York, it really doesn't even feel like New York. It kind of just feels like a discount Vermont or uh, like Canada's redheaded stepchild, basically. But (laughs) nope, that's where I am now. I'm a youth pastor at my grandpa's church and been, I, I got here April of 2020. So all of my formal ministry experience is nothing but COVID. So I feel like I have like five years under my belt when I only have two, because that was really hard, especially uh, diving into it right away. So um, married to my wife, Samantha, and we're also a COVID wedding. We had it planned for June 6th, but ended up eloping instead. And um, yeah, that's, this is where God has me right now. I know, uh, this is where the peace is and it's uh, 2020 was a significant year just in general, because that's where I, um, just about finished. Yeah. I think it was April or May is when I finished writing the Jesus overall album. So mm-hmm. all, that plunged right into COVID. I was like, well, I guess I have a lot of time to get this ready. So <laughs> it is a COVID album, I guess. It was made during that whole time. But um, but yeah, that's just basic stuff. So. so for the listeners that don't know, how did you come up with the name Royal Diadem? Okay, so that comes from the old hymn, I'll Hail the Power of Jesus' Name. Um, I, I wanted something to reflect the magnificence and the, well, really the royalty of of who God is, just his uh, magnificence, his bigness, I guess. And I just really liked that phrase. Although I wrestled with the name for a while. I was like, 
I'm I kind of have this unspoken rule in my head of no more than three syllables for a band name. <laughs> right. So, uh, this is five. Uh, is this too long? Do I need to come up with something shorter? But it just fit the theme really well, and I really like how the logo turned out with that gem. And it's like you know, it all makes sense. I'm just gonna stick with it. So, but yes, it originally came from that hymn, uh, older hymn. Yeah. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, your testimony, your salvation story? I know you said you're a youth pastor, but give us a little bit of background about your uh, testimony. Sure. So grew up in a Christian home. My grandpa's a pastor. So that's my um, that's my mom's side. Um, So, you know, there's no uh, hard drugs or any kind of crazy story like that. Although I did have to wrestle, especially as a preteen into teenager um wrestled with a lot of inner turmoil just just basically just pure hatred toward myself i had uh, horrendous self-esteem horrendous self-image very angry and you know you i've spent every sunday in church like i knew what i needed to know but it didn't become a reality for me yeah, you know everyone's gotta make their faith their own eventually but uh, I specifically remember being 13. It was like April, so that would have been uh, 2005. And specifically, I was, I was homeschooled too during middle school. And I specifically remember it was around lunchtime. I was just in the basement, and for some reason, um, just overwhelmed by just um, not overwhelmed by the desire of I know something needs to change. Because I can't live like in this despair, in this um, just uh, fury with angry, uh, with anger and um, self-detrimental thoughts and attitudes. Um, so I was just like, "All right, Lord. Well, I know everything I need to know. So because there really is nothing else I can think of what to do, how to fix myself, I'm just going to have you do it." And so it was that moment that I, I I consider that the moment where I was saved because um, the huge burden just flew off me when I finally surrendered it. And I was like, okay, this is what, this is what it's all about. So, and of course, you know, life's a, you know, faith is a, is a journey, right? It kind of goes like this, you know, it's not all this and it shouldn't be this, but it is a, uh, it's uh, valleys and mountains, plateaus. So, you know, there's high moments, there's low moments, but um, I don't know, the Holy Spirit's just always had a really strong tug on me. I mean, there's been periods where either I wasn't as serious or um, complacent or apathetic, but some reason God just has some hold of me and he just won't let me go, which is great. <laughs> That's awesome. How weak we are sometimes, and we really need God to uh, uh, grab us by the pants sometimes, I guess, and be like, "No, remember this moment, this so long ago, when when that was real? Yeah, I want to do that to you. I want to do that for you even more. So you just gotta let me do it and stop um, putting your eyes on things of the world. You know, I'm the only thing that matters. So, so yeah, no crazy." you know, wasn't addicted to anything, wasn't a bad kid or anything like that. But uh, I don't even think that matters. You don't have to be a bad person in the world's eyes to know that there is a hole in you. And you're designed that way 
uh, for a reason. You're designed to have this inner whole of that, that God fulfills and nothing else in the world can ever satisfy it. And um, Ecclesiastes is pretty much my favorite book. And that, that's the, it's basically the problem of life itself <laughs> is this big philosophical thing he goes through. And yeah, that always encourages me too, because it's a guy who had literally everything the world could ever offer him. At the end of the day, he says, it's all meaningless anyway. So what's the duty of man to fear God? And I'm like, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. So there we go. And then I got called into ministry of... In 2011, though I did not accept it immediately, it took me quite a while to get to that point out of insecurity or just doubt and whatnot. But, you know, God let me wander around for a few years until I finally gave up and was like, all right, Lord, I know you made me for this. So I'm just going to finally trust, (laughs) even though it doesn't make sense in the world's eyes. (laughs) So and that's how I ended up here. So there we go. That's awesome. So how much does music play into you being a youth pastor how much do you integrate it into that uh not much actually (laughs) it's it's kind of a separate thing um so my youth group it's it's pretty small it's like 10 ish kids right now but the area up here in general this is plattsburgh new york um there's pretty much no scene here i mean Mm -hmm. the population is like twenty thousand. So there's no scene. Um, the the Northeast in general, I think I saw a top 10, like most unchurched uh, parts of the country and nine out of 10 of the states are the Northeast. So it's a very dark area anyway. So to have any sort of Christian artist, anything up here is kind of rare, plus yeah, a lower yeah. population and everyone's addicted to bluegrass up here. So I guess I don't really fit in a whole lot in that crowd. I, I did show my kids the, the stuff, um, a, a few clips of my album when it came out, and, but none of them really got it. And it's like, you know, it's all right. <laughs> it's not for everyone. <laughs> but at least they know it exists. And I am a very closeted metalhead. I don't look or act like it, but I, I can take it to the extremes. I'm a... I love Broken Flesh and X-Toll and all that crazy stuff. So <laughs> You're speaking but, our language. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. I think, uh, Jeremy, you're up next, brother. Yep. Um, so I know on top of Royal Diadem, you have another band. Can you pronounce the name of Diatheke or Diath? It's Diatheke. I mean, technically, it's supposed to be like Diathake, but yeah. you know me, I'm the three-syllable guy, right? So I'm like, right. Diathique. And plus, it's art, so get over it. <laughs> it's not <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, it's okay. um, So what's what's the favorite song you've uh, either written or, or sang on and why? <sighs> okay, so that, that, that answer is twofold. I... My favorite on the record is probably Let Us Gather, but the song I'm most proud of is Medley of Royalty. Okay. Because that was the first medley I've ever written. And it's kind of tricky to make medleys interesting because not make it feel so blocky. Like, okay, we're done this song. Let's go to the next song. And then let's go to the next song. I've kind of avoided writing a medley, but um, 
yeah, I, I wanted to do a hymnal thing anyway. I'm like, well, I'll just cram three and one. So that's the one I'm, I'm most proud of the arrangement. But um, I don't know. Oh, listening back over it, I just think Let Us Gather is that main riff just goes way too hard. I just love it. <laughs> that, that is, that, that's probably one of my favorites on the album, Let Us Gather. Awesome. I do like uh, that. I, and I like uh, Show Yourself Strong. I mean, I know it's that, that one's good it's too. constantly in the top 12. <laughs> It's honestly one of my favorites, for, and for a good reason. I mean, it it is it is pretty heavy. It is, and yeah. I mean, Maggie just blows the. Oh yeah, he did such a great job. <laughs> it it took a while to get him on it, though. I think that was like a nine month process of just him finding time to do it, basically. So I'm glad he. I, I feel like I caught him right before he got a little too famous for me. So. <laughs> yeah um so i know you, you haven't toured yet so any plans to do that or live stream or <laughs> well the problem uh, I, I guess the the initial problem is i need a band first <laughs> right um and just i don't know the season i'm the season god has me in I, i'm i'm not surrounded by people who would be remotely interested in doing that i mean I have contacts around the country. If I really wanted to, I could make a Royal Diadem band. Um, but it, I just don't think it's feasible right now. What I love to, yes, I, I of course, I'd love to play live. Um, but it's just not the season right now. So whatever, whenever God wants, it'll, it'll work out. Absolutely. Uh, any new music coming out? I know you're. I know you've said before you're you're kind of writing for the next record. Yep, and that has been going really well. Um, yeah, I don't want to give too much away. I have, I pretty much have two whole songs written, and three that are in the middle of being written. I'm like, wow, this is going really fast. See, my my problem is I always have to have something to work on. I can't just ever take a break. So when Jesus Overall came out in October. I said to my wife, okay, now that's done. Um, I'll take like a month or two off. And then not even a month later, I already have like the first idea for this next record. I'm like, okay, back to the chopping block. So <laughs> yes, I am working on the next record. I'm very excited about it. Um, yeah, I, I obviously, I think it's already way better than anything out right now. So I can't wait. Um, that just makes us not be able to wait for it, right? Anticipation. Right? <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed next year because I've got the Deathic album to do first. Oh, yeah. Well, that's public knowledge. Whatever. Deathic has an album <laughs> that we're working on. So. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's got to come out first, and then I got to do this one. So it, it'll, it'll be a while, but yeah. Well, I mean, in the meantime, we'll show... Jesus overall, plenty of love. Cool. Thank you. No problem. Yeah, it, I, it really blows me away how I've been in that list for so long. Like, these guys got to be getting tired of this track at some point. <laughs> it's honestly I, one of those tracks that gets you fired up. Like, I, I listen I, to it when it's on the show, and then just on my way home, I hit shuffle on my phone and it came up and i was like all right gotta crank it up a little bit here so <laughs> it's not one of those songs that i think you get tired of too easily nice no. 
I know it's it's different in my shoes because I had to hear it a thousand times before anyone else did. So, <laughs> but yeah. cool. I'm, I'm glad it's going well. Awesome. Praise God. Well, I, I'm I'm all done, Scott. You got anything? Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, down the road, you probably have dreams or things. Is there is there like a a star lineup you'd like to be involved with? Who would you like to play with? Where would you like to play? I mean, is there like a, a vision that you've always had or? Um, honestly, not really. And some of that, I've been in a lot of bands in the past and none of them really took off super well. Well, everyone's got a different definition of what taking off means, but I've always went into bands with like the expectation of this will be on the road one day and it just never happens. So I'm so this time around, I'm trying to just be cool about it and be like, okay, well, yeah, that'd be cool, but I'm not gonna put my hopes up because you know, post high school days are over. You know, we've got more responsibilities and bills and fun stuff like that. So, um, but it, yeah, I I think having like at least a week long stretch here and there that would be really fun. Um, yeah, I've, I've had touring experience in the past, um, mostly bar hopping though. So it's, <laughs> those aren't the most fun ever, especially when the bar fails to promote anything and you show up and you're playing for the sound guy and yeah. uh, two drunk guys who, <laughs> uh, who love your music, right? And then they, oh, <laughs> they're hammered, so they probably would like anything at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, no, no real dreams right now about it. No. What about like a festival? Would you ever jump on one of those? I mean, that'd oh. kind of be cool, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Creation Fest or something? Yeah, that one. I know there's one in um, Indiana with yeah. uh, Kingdom Reclaim, Come. Yeah, Reclaim the Day does. Yeah. Um, yeah, I went to college with their guitar player, so he, well, I keep in touch with them a lot. Um, yeah, I know there's like a few of them in Texas and there's, um, you know, yeah, all, all the indie fests, even though that's not the right word for them, but you know, stuff that's not for major bands. Yeah, of course, I'd love to do stuff like that. It really just comes down to the feasibility of it, because in upstate New York, where I am, I have to drive either an hour or two and a half hours to the closest decent airport and at that point there's no direct flight to pretty much anywhere important <laughs> so <laughs> traveling out of here is very hard and plus there's i have no band anyway so yeah. i would have to like orchestrate all of that and make it happen but i'd love to someday yeah for sure let's say that a up-and-coming podcast started a a uh, 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 a show and they needed someone to come and play would that be feasible <laughs> uh you'll have to speak to my manager no just kidding <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at him <laughs> no i again i'm i'm open to anything as long as like all the logistics and all the you know the little stuff checks off if you know god can make anything happen so of course. Yeah, Great absolutely. point. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to make sure the door is open, right? Yep. Absolutely. And, so, and, oh, sorry. Go ahead. You're okay. You can continue. 
No, I was I was gonna go on a little uh, theological rant, I guess. <laughs> Do it. No, I, I I know just from well from what the Bible says and just from life experience anyway. When when stuff's meant to happen, it just does. In general, if 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 we're gonna believe that God orchestrates the entire universe and has all these little details that he's looking after. Um, you know, the ocean's waves can only go up so far. Um, you know, the sun can only be so far, not too close, not too far. We'd be an ice cube or a crisp. If he's got all that to figure out and still wants to be involved in our lives personally, I'm pretty sure there's nothing out of his control. If he really wants something to happen, we just got to submit to his will and be like, all right, God, I'm. you've given me all this stuff. All glory goes back to you anyway. I would like this to happen, so I'm just not going to worry about it. Because that's how I ended up up here in, in ministry now. This place isn't my first choice to live. <laughs> but there's peace about it because I know it's because it, God orchestrated it. God opened the doors for everything, and here I am. So absolutely open and ready to do whatever he wills that's awesome yeah we could probably end on that but <laughs> so i back just backtrack a little bit did you uh do you know miggy from something else or was that just something you heard him and pursued him or maybe tell us a little bit about that yeah so i used to be in a metalcore band called the beautiful exchange um yeah they had one album out didn't really go too far but uh, we were Dallas based and um, you know, to do everything we could, we just played wherever and whenever we had, we had that mindset of, Oh, it's a show. Let's take it without really thinking too much about it. So if, if any of you guys know where Abilene, Texas is, it's yep. pretty yep. out there in the West part of it. So there's, there's this uh, zombies bar and grill. Is that what it's called? I don't know. One of the bars out there. Um, there's this show. And it's like, okay, it's us and this other band called Relent. All right, whatever. We'll just go. We'll check it out. We go all the way out there. And this was not, in the um, according to numbers, this was not a good show. There was like 20 people there. But that was when Relent just put out, I think the Embers EP or the Sampler or whatever. So they didn't have too much material out. But they, yeah, we got to meet them there. And they were the not only the nicest guys ever, even though they all looked like they could shoot up the place anytime. <laughs> they're, they're, they're pretty intimidating. I mean, they, they got the rock look, right? Like pretty hardcore. But they're, um, they're the nicest guys uh, ever and just welcomed us. And, you know, here we are, you know, finishing our set. And they went up and they were just insanely professional too. They had pretty much a light show with their set and, all the tracks worked really well. And Miggy was just really bold about, um, you know, gave some of his testimony and stuff. And and musically, they were all just fantastic. And I was like, holy crap, you guys are awesome. So we kind of hit it off there. And um, we did a mini run with them, We uh, which was a disaster, by the way. Uh, oh. Two, oh, no. Two out of five of the dates, which were booked six months ahead of time, fell through day of uh, oh no oh. yeah so it, it was a it, you started well where we were in dallas we went to our first show was supposed to be in a place called big spring texas 
that's really out in the West. Big Spring and then like this random town in New Mexico and Denver, Amarillo and then Austin. You know, it was a stupid route, right? You're doing like a lightning shave. <laughs> yeah, two out of five of those were canceled and uh, Relent was on that tour with us. So we got to hang out with them off um, quite a bit. But so, yeah, I've, I've already had that connection with him. And I pretty much wrote Show Yourself Strong with him in mind before I asked him. I was like, all right, if I'm going to write a song, if I was in Relent, how would I write a song? I'm like, okay, it's pretty much got to be this like simple new metal riff, but it's got to really punch hard. So, and I knew I wanted Miggy to rap the pre choruses even before I asked him. I'm like, if Miggy says no, I really don't know what I'm going to do with this pre chorus because I'm not throwing verses down. <laughs> <laughs> so, um he he did agree and yeah he threw him down and we mixed it all together and yeah he just yeah yeah he just fits that song so well i just uh it was awesome nice that's cool it is a favorite of course of ours so yeah yeah um so maybe tell everybody how to get your music i'm sure you're on all the platforms um or do you have a website or um do you have merchandise or anything you want to promote you want to yeah. share some of that? Yeah. So no official website, but you can, uh, I'm on Bandcamp, on you know, Spotify, Apple Music, pretty much all that. Um, uh, Instagram and TikTok and Facebook, all the stuff you can follow me on. Um, I don't have a, I don't have like a, a backlog of official merch, but the place where you can get a few t-shirts made is uh christianbandshirts.com that guy is really cool shout out to you anthony if you ever hear this really cool guy um but yeah other than that that's that's pretty much it it's it's a little humble beginning still i don't i'd love to have merch just sitting in a tote next to me but (laughs) but yep you can go there and uh yeah just search royal diet and music on most of the platforms and you'll find it so before we uh get ready to close out the show prayer is something that is huge to all of us is there anything that we can pray for you for definitely direction um and definitely just growth in general like growth in uh god's will and his plan what he wants to do um prayer that this music would spread more not for my sake but just so people can be encouraged by it and kind of break down that wall of hey worship music does not have to be hillsong so to find music like yours it's it's honestly awesome you know absolutely and yeah i'm definitely not the only one um sure you guys know of uh james franchise uh dennis dixon I know Seventh Day Slumber does some worship stuff too. Um, Poyeo, I don't know if you guys have heard of him, Howard Cole. Um, he makes like kind of like the proggy or genty kind of worship. It's really cool. So, yeah, those guys have all been inspirations too. So, throw credit where credit's due. But, yeah, I feel like this is a, I mean, it's always been there, but it's an up and coming trend again because, you know, how are we going to reach any of those kind of people? We're not going to give them a Hillsong record. We're going to give them something that actually 
speaks where they're at. So right, and that's important. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, so as we get ready to close out the show, Scott, any final thoughts? No, just uh, we'll pray for you. I appreciate you coming on. Um, I really liked earlier how in your testimony it showed that uh, uh, we struggle too. It seemed like uh, when I grew up, I grew up also in a Christian home, and we had this uh, expectation where we had to be kind of like yourself, a perfect, you know, everybody around you was perfect. And if you, if you failed or, or fell, no one was there to pick you up. They were judging you or criticizing you. So I'm right there with your brother. Um, I wish part of our ministry here is to show people that we're, we're all the same. We're all sinners. Absolutely. Um, Difference that we can say is we're saved by grace. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Yep. And the, the difference is with um, our mistakes are not held over our head anymore. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all, it's all uh, paid for and taken care of. And, and yep. You still may stumble here and there, but oh, you are gonna, yeah. God's grace is much bigger and wider than we probably can ever imagine and humanly fathom in this side of eternity. So just keep chasing God with all you've got. I mean, he's, he's the only thing that's constant in this life and there are going to be hard times. There are going to be times of questioning, but nothing surprises God. If you read every account in the Bible, it describes perfectly every point in the believer's life. There's moments of victory, moments of questioning, moments in the valley, moments on the mountaintops, moments of miracles and moments of dry seasons. So just, just keep keep going strong. God loves you more than you can ever possibly know. You can't even, it's not even a science. It's just beyond everything, everything humanly possible. And he wants to actually get to know you personally. He wants to be in your life and to make it exactly how it was meant to be. For what, what Satan meant for bad, God turns it around. He is the God of restoration. So don't give up. Keep pursuing and keep supporting and listening to awesome stations like this who support and um, put out godly material to um, make a difference in this world. Great and heavenly father. I thank you so much for bringing our brother John to us today and just giving us the opportunity to talk to him, get to know him, to share his love for you with our listeners, to share his music with our listeners Lord, I ask that you watch over him and just help point him in a direction that you want him to go. Help him just grow in the spirit, grow in what you want for him, and just be with him as he continues to pastor over the youth there in New York. Help him be a light for you to spread the gospel. Lord, I want to thank you for giving us this time for our listeners for Rock For Him, for Spock Rock Radio, and Dan, and all those involved. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So, to all our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, if you're going to rock, rock for him.